0: Hi, this is Erica, host of Paper Huch Street Team, and this is Our Future's Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 31-year-old Amber Schwartz Garcia. She went missing from Pinole, California, while playing in her backyard on June 3, 1998. She's Caucasian, and at the time of her disappearance, she was 4 foot tall, 62 pounds. She has blue eyes and blonde hair. She has very poor hearing if she does not wear a hearing aid. When she was last seen, she was missing her front tooth. If you know of Amber's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at one 800 the loss. That's 1 800 843 5678. To see a picture of Amber, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future Is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. You will also see a picture of Amber progressed by 25 years. Thank you. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now, you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose.
0: Thank you, and a welcome to the program. This is the fame game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Maddie Rose, and today's like show topic, or you know, yeah, just show topic, or what we're going to be talking about more like discussion is going to be about back to school. So, if you've noticed, I've kind of noticed a pattern. I've always done nowadays like a back to school segment during this time when school's almost here really because of course like we've had summer and honestly summer has just flown by i feel like i feel like i just got into summer vacation the other day and then now it's like oh my goodness we're going back to school again but i definitely do love school so it's exciting though cuz I'll be moving up in school and things like that, new classes, which I haven't got in my schedule for. I I actually get my um, schedule the day before I go back to school, so I'll be looking into that and seeing what that's like. Of course, but okay. Um, back to school fashion wise, I go to a uniform school, as I've mentioned before, so I don't really. Do anything like more fashion related you know the only thing that I really do fashion related is like the type of skirts or pants that I wear to school because they have to be like a certain color but then other than that like the style is all up to you so that's typically what I go for if you can do that that's a nice way to kind of like I guess vary up your uniform because sometimes you don't always have to wear like the same skirts for certain uniform schools, and that's kind of how mine is. Like you get the free will to choose, like the style of your skirt or your pants or shorts or whatever it is that you choose. And I don't know, it just kind of makes it a little bit more fun and not the same thing every single day or time, <laughs> really. And then of course earrings and those types of things are always a go-go to for school fashion if you can. But if you don't go to a uniform school, then of course you kind of have. More opportunity to kind of like wear shorts and everything else. Okay, (laughs) organization-wise. And if you've heard the previous show, you would know that I kind of have a backpack dilemma. And it's kind of funny, though, just because like I've not always had as much stuff in my backpack, I feel like. I know, I'm going to go back into the grades again. Let's travel down that path again. (laughs) But in sixth grade, I had a smaller backpack, like a regular Jansport Superbrake backpack. Smaller, I think it was Hurley, but it was, imagine the size of the Jansport Superbrake backpacks. So there was some good space in there. Probably all the space that you would ever need to put stuff in there. It wasn't like huge or anything. And that was totally fine for me. I was like, all right. I mean, I know you increase in grades and stuff like that, but I'm just saying, like, I just had a lot more stuff once (laughs) I got into high school and things like that. But it's kind of weird too at the same time because All of our, like, textbooks are online. We don't really need to, like, take them home. So you would think, like, oh, Maddie, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of you, like, having a giant backpack? That way you can, like, stuff your books in your backpack and stuff. But I honestly have no, like, actual physical textbooks. The only, like, book that I have in there is a book for, like, English class. And usually it's, like, the size of a notepad, Because the books are pretty small. Especially when you go into Barnes and Nobles. They have like the hard covers or the soft covers. And then, you know, it's the size varies from there. So I feel like with this backpack, like I said before, I'm going to just have to get a smaller backpack. And then kind of go from there to make sure that I can fit all of my stuff that I do need in there because we do need quite a bit of things. Or at least I like to separate all my notebooks and things like that. But one of the things on my supply list this year that I got from school, I know there's like five subject notebooks, two subject notebooks, four subject notebooks. But I don't think I've ever seen a 7 subject notebook before. I know that they're out there, but I've never seen it before. And they're like you need two 7 subject notebooks and I'm like, where am I going to find a 7 subject notebook? I have no clue. I'm just going to like Google it and see what I can find. I'm sure it's probably at like Office Max or something and I'm just not aware of it. But I don't know. I just like to be particular with my notebooks. You know what's funny is one time in school I got all of like the soft cover notebooks and I was like, Oh yes, I love these notebooks because I there's a certain brand called Top Flight and their paper is really good to me for some weird reason. And it's not that I only buy Top Flight or anything like that. I'm just saying that from my experience that was a good brand to pick. And I was like, Okay, cool. So that's really fun. And this will happen. with any, like, soft cover notebook. But I'm thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's totally going to hold up to, like, the middle of the year. I'm going to have to switch out notebooks. Through, like, the first week of school, both of, like, or no, not even both of them, all of the tops of my notebooks were torn off. There was no cover. It was totally gone. Like, I don't know what happened to it. Like, I found it in the depths of my backpack, and I'm like, what happened? I didn't tear them off. Maybe I teared off, like, one of the little, like, you know, the what do you call those things on the side of the paper? It's the fuzzies. That's what we call them. (laughs) I don't know. There's a certain word for it, but at school we just say take the fuzzies off of the sides and you know that gets the job done because then you just take it off. Yeah, I don't know. It starts with the P. I (laughs) I just don't like recall the word. Let's just call them the fuzzies then. But anyways, like I was saying though, I don't know, it was just weird experience with like school supplies at times, especially like when you get a binder and you're like, yes, this binder is like so good, things like that, it's holding up while I can fit everything into it. And then like a week later, it like breaks and you're like, what happened? I didn't do anything to it. I wonder about those things because it's like, I swear I'm not like destroying the notebook or throwing it or anything like that. It's just sitting in my backpack and being used for a few classes. So notebooks nowadays, I get um, the hardcover so it's impossible to like tear off. I've even tried to tear one of these things off, and it's pretty impossible not unless you take some scissors and do that, but that's all I needed to know that it had the strength and quality of that, so I like getting those, and a good tip, and I think I mentioned this last year too, but I'm going to do it anyways again because it's like a new year and things like that, <laughs> but in my notebooks, It kind of saves you from having folders almost. But I like to have one notebook for every single class period and topic and yeah. So aside from like getting the hard covers on each of the notebooks, I actually like getting the ones with the little folders inside because then I put all of my homework in there. So when I'm doing my homework, I can just easily refer to my notes because it's like on the back or inside of the notebook. Whereas if I had like a whole bunch of folders... If they weren't in a binder, that would be more chaotic. If they're in a binder, it's sort of chaotic for me in a way. So that's why I like just having those types of things. It's kind of weird. I prefer dividers with the little like pockets than folders. I think I just like to see all of the work that I have to do. That way I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. And one of the other things, I would totally recommend you to get an agenda because agendas – are kind of what saved me with like school and things like that. I'm actually thinking about getting like an agenda with an actual calendar inside because I didn't really have one with a calendar, like with the set month there. It was kind of just like day by day, write down what you need to do for each day. And then later on, you could write in stuff on the lines. Like if you had like a test due or a test to do, not do. I was thinking of projects also. A uh, project due. <laughs> so I like... Definitely agendas. They save my life. There are times though when I forget to write something in my agenda and then I'll like think about it and I'm like, I can't believe I didn't write that in my agenda. Like I just get so mad at myself and I'm like, How would if I forgot that? And then sometimes you do forget and then in the morning you're like, Oh my goodness. But then I get it done anyways because I remember. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, I still need to do that. So I end up finishing it before I actually have to go to school. So everything works out good. I make sure to get my work done, definitely. But organization, definitely I'd go with dividers, binders. I'm trying to get a smaller binder this year just because I've noticed last year I didn't really use a binder that much. It was mainly just to hold all my folders. And I really didn't even use my folders that much either. I think the only folder that I used was for art class because I didn't really have a notebook for that class because we actually just use our sketchbooks for like notes and things. And if you need to get like a sketchbook, I would suggest possibly getting like a smaller one. If you know, you're not going to use that much. Like this year I got a really thick sketchbook and I love the quality of the paper and everything like that. And it was a really nice sketchbook to take notes and then like doodle on when I needed to for like rough drafts and things like that. But honestly, it took a lot of space and the whole entire thing almost fell apart. By the end of the year. And again, I don't know what happened to it. I just found like sheets of random paper. And I was like, what is happening? And then I finally found out that the little rings on it were broken. And it was a fun experience getting that back together. Because I honestly didn't know how to like put the cardboard back into the thing. And make it work again. But it worked out well though. I think it just started falling apart by the end of the year. When it was like a couple weeks into it. So... I would say that, but yes, and then like pencil cases are always a great thing to have because you're going to need a lot of like writing utensils, especially sometimes like when you get back into school, the fun part about, and this kind of goes into another like section of it, like what I like about back to school, it's really fun that you get to see all your friends again, of course, and then you have new work, new teachers, so it's kind of like a fresh new start, and that's really nice because the beginning of the year is usually a little bit more laid back than when you get really intense in the middle of the year and you've gotten used to things and there's lots more projects and work and stuff like that but I mean I enjoy all of that and things like that but it's definitely nice to kind of get back into it and have like a fresh new start but we'll talk more about those school supplies and other things like that that will hopefully help you but let's take a break for now I'm Maddie Rose and you're listening to the fame game
2: Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. on voice america kids
0: you're listening to voice america kids real kids real talk radio. want to know what's
2: going on behind the scenes
1: with your favorite voice america talk radio network host how about what's new with our network Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. You're a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and
0: welcome back to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation about, like, back to school and all that good stuff. So, it's kind of funny, because when I said that, I felt like I was on, like, a YouTube video, because I've watched so many, like, back to school, like, videos on YouTube. I don't know. It's, like, YouTube and me. as like, makeup tutorials and a whole bunch of stuff. Like, sometimes you can even learn how to do, like, stretching for cheer and stuff like that. You can find the most random stuff on um, YouTube I almost said something else but I meant YouTube but it's really cool and I know I'm going off onto a tangent about YouTube but honestly I use YouTube for school and I'm going to tie it in this way I use YouTube for school because sometimes like there aren't things that I'll get on like on math homework let's say we didn't particularly get over um on the math homework or maybe I just wasn't understanding it completely all the way so I'll just like look it up and be all like um Yeah. Sorry, I got off on tangent. My mom is eating chocolate in front of me. That's weird, right? I know, but I had some, so thanks. (laughs) Anyways, YouTube is a very great resource, I have to say, especially for like people on the internet and things like that because a lot of our schooling is very technology-based. Like I said, textbooks aren't really in use anymore. It's mainly online demonstrations or text online, so that is always like a good thing because it's Really easy to use, especially if you have like a computer. And then my school has a ton of computers, so it's kind of like a nice easy way to just have it on there instead of like carrying a giant book and then losing it and then all that good stuff. But yeah, so if you ever need like help with like school related stuff, you can try YouTube. This is a funny name, but we use it in math class. And honestly, it gives you a little bit of insight too. It's called Hippocampus. And there's the logo is literally of a picture of a hippo. But they have like so many good things on there. It takes you like through tutorials of how to do things. I've learned a lot of how to do like math on there, like for pre-calculus. So it's definitely helped me a great deal. And another one, I think the one that's my favorite for math would have to be Khan Academy. It's kind of funny because when it was like mm, May-ish, when school was just ending, I heard on the news that Khan Academy was, like, really becoming really big in schools because lots and more people were using it. And um, it was just becoming really popular just because of the resources that it had on there. It wasn't limited to, like, math or anything like that. It was, like, history, English, anything you could really think of. But I particularly use it for math just because it helps me out a lot. And you can literally look up, like, every single topic. I don't remember the name of what we were doing at the end of the school year with pre-calculus but it was definitely an intro to calculus more so so it was a lot different but we used Khan Academy and somehow it made it all better because I could understand it a little bit more than I did before so yeah anyways going back to like what I like about school and more just about like organization and school supplies and things like that because we can never get enough of that stuff. But what I like about going to school, like I was saying, is just it's kind of like a fresh start. It's really nice. And I love like seeing what classes that I have because of course it's different material and then you're going to do different activities and different projects. I'm kind of like a weird person like that because every time we have like an essay, I'm not particularly against essays so much, mainly because I, I love writing. And it was funny because my English teacher she told me this year, usually like teachers, they would say, you know, you need to keep writing a little bit more, you know, things like that. But my teacher says, um, Maddie, you don't have to write as much if you don't want to. (laughs) And I said, oh, okay. Like I literally, it was only required like a two page research paper. I wrote like a 10 page research paper. And that's because I just went off on like this topic of sacrifice. And when I mean sacrifice, I don't really mean like literal sacrifice. I mean like, huh like mental sacrifice things that you have to sacrifice that aren't like tangible you know it can be tangible it can be material but it can also just be like philosophical you know what I mean yeah so that kind of sacrifice if you know where I'm going with this but anyways so yes I definitely had to work on writing less especially for these Cambridge exams they only give you like a page or a page and a half And I can't go in complete detail on like which and which one is that for. But they'll tell you if you're taking like Cambridge testing and stuff. And like I said, I enjoy Cambridge because it gives me a lot more opportunities. But like it was hard writing less and stuff like that. So this year I really had to like stop writing so much, I guess. But some of my writing got a lot better, I feel like. So I was happy with that. And I don't write as much. I still do write quite a bit. But it's nowhere near where it was like just like ranting and like going on and on and on. But again, there's nothing wrong with writing a lot. I think it's actually really good. My teachers actually told me like don't completely like lose that skill because in college you have to write like 20 page papers and you're going to need the ability to write 20 pages about like one topic so during those times comes in handy comes in not really in handy when you need to write like a two-page paper and they're like okay you're cut off after this don't change the margins to like 0.5 because you have to keep them to an inch because I've actually tried that before to like make it two pages and like do that but usually they're really good about telling you whether you can or can't but if they don't tell you then usually I can just like do the margin thing if it is allowed But anyway, so yes, that's my whole spiel about, you know, me and my writing ways. But yes, so I like projects, though. I definitely go to Hobby Lobby a lot. And if you have a Hobby Lobby in your state or your country... Oh my goodness, you should totally go there though because they have the most amazing things for like school projects and just even for like craft things to do. I feel like I can go there and find everything that I would ever need to decorate a place or decorate a poster board or anything like that. They have the most amazing selection of scrapbook paper and I'm kind of known for having like scrapbook paper in all of my projects just because I love the patterns and I like working with like the color and the patterns because I think it dresses up a project. And then I just, you know do stuff for each project. It just depends on what it is, but I like to be creative with it. That way it's a little bit more interesting than like a typical poster board. But that usually depends though, based on what I'm doing and what I have to do. But yes, anyways. Okay, so for organization-wise, like I was saying, so so far on the list, I guess that we have like a small backpack, smaller backpack more so. I still need space, but a smaller sketchbook, notebooks for each class, dividers with the little pockets like I like probably a folder or two just because I don't use as many. Um, A small binder so I can put the dividers into. Um, Let's see. A sketchbook, I think I said already. A pencil case because that's always convenient, an agenda. and Oh, one thing that I didn't mention is a USB drive. USB drives are very important for school, at least I feel like. Because you can just save everything on it. So if you're working on something at school, you can just easily take it home and work on it. It's not like you have to email yourself. You can just easily take it home. But I've learned, though, you need to create a backup of all the things. Because one time I didn't and I think I lost a paper and I had to rewrite it. And I was kind of disappointed that I had to write it again because I was like, oh no. Because after you like edit things and then it sounds good to you. And then like when you go and rewrite something, then you're like, I, wanna, I want it to sound like that again. And then like you just can't really get it again. And then you're like, oh no, I have to go in a different direction or anything like that. So yes, I would say that that's really good. But I'm going to... Try something different, I think, with my backpack this year. I know I talked... I think it was last December. I know. I'm always going back into the past just to like reflect on all these other shows and things like that. But I wanted to make my own phone case. I actually never really got into making my own phone case because I like having like the bejeweled ones where there's like a lot of stuff on it people say I don't know why you have that on there because it's like hard to put in your pocket the only place I can really put my phone right now is in my back pocket but the bow there's like this giant bow that still sticks out of my back pocket but I like it though because I know that's my phone and I don't know it just reflects my personality it's all ah (laughs) But I was thinking for this year, though, instead of getting like a patterned backpack, I could just get a plain backpack. Any color works. I'll probably do pink because I like pink. And I kind of am going for a theme this year if I can. The only problem is I don't think I can find anything mint, like colored, I guess. But I'm going to do again pink and blue and mint. But I'm going to try to decorate my backpack. I don't know what I'm going to do, honestly, but I like to take ribbons and then tie a bunch of them on like the little zipper things because then I just end up doing that. And it just makes everything a lot more like dressed up and things like that. And then I like putting pins on my backpack and keychains. But last year my keychain broke <laughs> and I was like, oh no. But yes, yeah, so I'm definitely going to be looking into. Creating a backpack of some sort with a design, whether that's like very simple or maybe I'll just tie a bunch of stuff to it, like with the ribbons, because it makes it so much more dressier, like I said. But yeah, so that's so much what we have on our list right now. I'm thinking that'll work most definitely. And hopefully, we'll get it together before school starts, which is coming up very soon. You by the time you hear this, you might be in school already. So hopefully, this will help you if you need any last minute items or things of that sort. But before we go into any more back-to-school stuff, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Same Game. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hi, this
3: is Jaden Scovel, host of Today's Healthy Kids, and this is our future-is-missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot, 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esmint or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esmint and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esmint's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you.
0: Kids Safe, Mother Approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids' First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
0: Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation about back-to-school, organization, what I like about school back to school really (laughs) all that good stuff but we were just talking more about like I don't know I keep laughing a lot anyways um so really we were talking about like backpacks and like good school resources organization and things that are good to keep in mind when going back to school because it makes it a lot easier less stressful and you'll definitely be prepared for anything that you need to do okay One of the cool things, I was thinking about, like, school supplies and kind of some of the fun things you can get with school supplies because it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, plain because I feel like that's what people have, like, as their school supplies. It's like, oh, it's just a plain um, binder or a plain notebook or something like that. I honestly draw all over my notebooks in the front of it. So it's like, oh, it's English. There's, like, English in bold letters, and then there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, stuff on there. And like I said with the pockets... Inside of it, it's usually like, they're almost like manila folders, like the thickness of that, except there's like two folders, one on each side, like the little dividers with little pockets and you just stick all your stuff in there. But I have a problem with stuffing too many papers in the little pockets. So by that time, my pockets will burst really and like all the papers will come flying out. So my friend actually told me, she said, maybe you should just tape the little pockets in the beginning of the year so you'll prevent any like explosion of your papers and things like that because one time I honestly didn't know that the pocket had broke and so I took my papers out and you lift it out of your your backpack and I like open it up and all these papers like fly across the room and I'm like oh my gosh what just happened and then my paper that I needed is probably like across the room right now so I had to like pick it up and I'm like that's not good so I'm probably going to tape it. But anyways, like good little tips and stuff. More tips about like making your binders your own and stuff. Lots of people like to use duct tape. I mean, it just depends if you want to wrap the stuff in duct tape. Like there's honestly some cool duct tape out there. If you've seen like the different color duct tapes that they have. And then there's also like ones with like prints. They even have Hello Kitty duct tape. I've never seen that before until like a few months ago. And I mean, I'm not the one to like put duct tape and decorate completely with that. I have decorated with it before, but I like using scrapbook paper again. And then I just kind of like design it and go from there. But some of like fun cases to get, if you've ever seen, I think at Target, they sell these. But at Target, they have little like pencil pouches, little cases to just like color, put your colored pencils in there. Well, there are some that you can color though, the ones that you can Kind of like take markers or Sharpies or something. Like there's just an outline in white and then you can color it in and design it yourself. There's also backpacks like that too, where you can color your entire backpack. I've never gone one of those. I've seen them in person and I've seen a few people that have done that, but I like to just kind of get like that one color straightforward but anyways what i was saying about the whole target thing is that target sometimes they have like these pencil cases especially for school it usually comes during back to school i don't know if i see them much during the year besides that point but they're pencil cases and they're made out of like capri sun like wrappers or not wrappers because it's not a wrapper but like a pouch i guess you could say it's literally a pouch made out of capri sun pouches I hope I'm saying that right, <laughs> but anyways, it's pretty cool. Just because it's kind of like upcycling, and if you ever heard of upcycling, it's a fun thing to do. Honestly, I make like little can tab bracelets, so that's kind of like my way of upcycling. That's why I like everybody around the house when they drink a soda, I'm like, can you remove that ta- tab and like put it in my little can that I have? Because I have like a five gallon. Okay, this sounds really crazy, but you need a lot of tabs to make bracelets. And I have this five gallon, maybe like two five gallon tubs of like the ice cream thing. And I promise I didn't just like eat the ice cream. It's <laughs> just like using the tab or anything. I had the tubs anyways. So I probably have a good estimation would be two full five gallon tubs of can tabs. It's a lot, but I honestly use a lot though to make the bracelets. And I was thinking of like, Making some other stuff with it too. I've seen online that they've done like necklaces. That might be a little hurtful though. I don't know if I would do necklaces. <laughs> Just like scratch you. But I have seen headbands and usually you use like the, I think it's like the nylon like strings or something like that. It's like stretchy, not really stretchy, something. It's colorful. It's almost like the plastic string. It's the crafting string, essentially, if you know what I'm talking about. And that's what I use to kind of, like, bind all of them together. But my teacher a while back, and she's actually still my art teacher right now, for, like, a craft fair, she used, like, ribbon. And it definitely helps using ribbon because it's a lot less, like, aggressive with, like, the can tabs and stuff like that. But usually if you use or use the can tabs, like, properly and take off the little sharp part on it there's not much to worry about it but sometimes they do have like the little metal sticking out and then you're like oh no that kind of hurts <laughs> so you kind of gotta just watch out with those things too the cool thing with like upcycling too and yes I know this kind of relates but you know it's what I'm talking about too <laughs> it, it, it all flows together I promise but with upcycling and things like that you know, and you're not only limited to, like, can tabs and things. My school has actually done a trash and show, and they've made, like, a whole, like, dress with, like, trash bags and Coke cans. And it was actually really nice looking, though, like, really cool. Kind of like those fashion shows, like, high fashion, and then they just made it completely out of, like, that. She even took a pair of heels and, like, made it match her dress by, like, I don't even know how she did it. She just took all, like, the Coca-Cola cans, and she, like, wrapped it up in it somehow and it looked really nice they've even done something where we take all of the starburst wrappers and they made belts out of them and like a wallet i think even i heard that you can also make wallets out of like cans too i honestly don't know how to go about that it'd probably take me a little bit of time i'd probably hurt myself doing it too i would need some gloves (laughs) But yes, anyways, so that's kind of, like, the fun thing about some of the back-to-school shopping, though, is that you see some of those things, and some people like that, though. I've actually contemplated about, like, oh, should I get one of these little pouches? I could put all my colored pencils in it, and it's nice because it's, like, recycled, and really, you can even see it's it's a nice little pouch. It is literally made out of the Capri Sun pouches. Because it says right on the label, it's like made from all recycled materials. The only recycled material that they probably didn't get was the thread. And they just sew it up and you're good to go. So yes. But anyways, something that I'm looking forward to school, like I was saying, is some of my classes. To tell you a little bit about like what I know that I'm going to have about my classes. I can tell you a little bit, but not like completely thorough just because I don't have my schedule yet and I haven't seen it. And like I said before, my Orientation slash, like, open house for high school is like the day before I go back to school. So, until then, we won't really have a full set schedule. But what I know for sure is that we're going to have literature, I believe. So, definitely a lot more reading, lots of books. And I've read so far, I think, within this year five books maybe for all of the projects and things like that the things that i could name off the top of my head would be like to kill a mockingbird fahrenheit 451 the boy in the striped pajamas um i've never read that before or any of those but especially the boy in the striped pajamas i saw that a while back because they made a movie out of it but that was the cool thing about actually like reading the book is that we could look at the movie right after and the book is kind of like sad in a way but it, It's kind of cool, too, because it goes in directions that you wouldn't expect to. I just know with literature, though, that I'm going to have lots of books and things like that to read. But reading is usually always fun because then it kind of pairs up with, like, the whole writing, and then you can write about things like that. And usually you get a lot of good material from that, at least when I was writing some pieces, like, for projects and things like that. I would always, like, kind of reflect or reference the book, especially if that's what it was for. Because it just kind of gives you a little bit more knowledge and a little bit more material to use than you would have already have. Kind of like with character essays, I like to always include a quote. Because they always say that you want a strong beginning in writing. And it can be like dialogue with like people talking. Or it can just be like a really strong intro, like prefacing something. Whether that's like background on a topic or a discussion or anything like that. But I always usually start it with a quote. Just because I love quotes so much, and you guys probably know that. Because on Facebook, I post a lot of quotes, and I'm also doing different quotes like that, too. Kind of like how I am like with my school binders. I'll usually put like a really nice like inspirational quote within that, because then I can just kind of look at it, and then it's really nice to reflect on, too. But anyways, I mean, it's pretty cool, though. So... We got some more stuff to talk about, but I promise we'll do that right after this break. So I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The Fame Game.
1: What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey,
0: and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation slash discussion about, like, back to school and all that. So this is our final segment. So just we've really gone into a lot about back-to-school stuff, like supplies, organizations, kind of a few tips about what I do. So hopefully that'll help you get, like, a better idea of some of the things that I actually use on a daily basis and that really helps me with through the year of school really ultimately but um, homework is also one of the things that you're going to be getting while you're in school and sometimes it can be a pain but I mean it's not that I mind it but sometimes you know of course you got to get it done you have to do it that's what we need to do so that's always a priority of mine is to make sure I get all my school work done into the best of my ability. So always try your best on that. But some like tips for like homework and stuff like that when we get back into like getting more of it, I would say, after kind of like the beginning of the school year, dies down a little bit and then we get into it more. Just write everything down in your agenda if you can or write it down somewhere. That way you know what you're doing for each and every night. Definitely write down future dates of like tests or you know, when a project is due. Because there are many times when you can not, like, write it down physically on paper. And then, like, the teacher in class is like, oh, remember class, and you have a project due tomorrow. And it's like, what? Like, honestly, I write everything in my agenda. So, typically, it's not, like, a big surprise, usually. And we'll get it done in a timely manner that way. Because I know all about it and things like that. That's why I was saying that. I was looking into getting, like, an actual like tear calendar the one where you can do like each month that way I can just look at like the entire month at like one page standpoint See, so like okay test here oh project there event there you know like different things like that so it helps but yes homework wise just make sure to make time for it and then of course like pace yourself don't rush because when you rush then you have to probably end up going back and redoing it again. And I know it's hard sometimes because we want to get it done. But honestly, I found that not rushing is the best thing to do. And I've always not really rushed. I feel like I take a lot of time on my homework. That's why I spend like hours on it is because I'm like intently like reading upon it and like looking through the directions and making sure I'm doing things right and checking stuff because it's like important to me to just make sure that I'm doing everything in a correct manner at least so I mean other than that I mean that's really the gist of it is just getting ready for some school and our new classes and things like that but I know I was just talking about like classes in terms of like what I know that I'm going to be doing so like I said before I know we just got into like a few of them I know I'm going to be doing literature. And I believe I'm going to be having world history. So we did... Yeah, because we kind of went into like US history, world history. We might be going more into like economics, I feel like next year. So that's definitely going to be a possibility. But this year I actually did biology. And that was different because of course it has an anatomy of like a lot of different things from like plants to cells to body systems and, like, everything that you could ever imagine, really. There's a bunch of stuff that ties into that. But this year, I actually get to be in chemistry class, and I get to work with, like, the chemicals and, like, that good stuff. You know, it'll be fun, though. Bruce is, like, my producer is looking at me. She's like, oh, dear, chemicals and you. (laughs) But don't worry. I'm going to be using all my safety precautions, safety goggles and everything. Like, I did – oh, I don't think I've shared this with you. Maybe I did, but I don't recall it. We did pig dissections. And yeah, it was a little funky smelling, but you can't help that because it's from all the formaldehyde and things like that. But like we did the pig dissections and it was interesting though. That was a tough little guy to get into, you know, just, it was hard though. But I've actually dissected a shark before when I was in sixth grade. It was, okay, this sounds weird, but it's called a dogfish shark. And it's just because the breed of them is a lot smaller, of course, because we are not going to like dissect a huge shark. We're going to dissect like little baby sharks and stuff like that. So we did that and um, we definitely got to learn a lot about like the main focus, which I think was like animal systems. And um, I think we were talking about like animal cells. Of course, we were going over like organ systems, things like that, too, because it's just an easier way to like visibly see it and analyze and. Do research and things like that, but yes, that was definitely a different experience doing the pig. Um, some of our group partners, because we had a few, I think there was four of us in a group for the pig, and they named it Peppa the pig. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know we were naming it, but all right. But yeah, so you'll definitely have a lot of fun in school, though. Of course, there is going to be, you know, sometimes it just gets challenging because then you are going to have like two projects and one like, time frame and then, like, some tests on top of that, too. But I promise you it's all going to be worth it in the end. But, yes. So, I mean, other than that, we're just enjoying the rest of summer so far. I'm getting ready again to go to Orlando. I can't believe there's only, like, a few weeks left. But probably by the time you listen to this, it'll be, like, I'll be there or I'll be after the fact of, yeah, maybe I'll be done with nationals by that time. Or, no, it'll yeah so it'll be, yeah don't worry you'll list you'll listen to it. It's coming up this weekend, so it'll be like right before I go, like right before, so that means that I'll probably have another show for you to listen to, and I'll be talking about like all my experiences when I come back, I promise, but I'm super excited though, to represent Arizona again, It's just like a big blessing, and I'm humbled so I'm excited, though, to meet all the girls. It'll be a fun time. Plus, like I said before, I've never really been to Orlando. I have lived in Florida for like eight months, I think it was, but I was too little to actually like recall or remember anything of it. So it'll be good. But I heard it's very humid in Orlando. I went to Washington, D.C. in July last year, and it was pretty humid there as well. But some people say that if you can take that, it's not as bad in Orlando, but... I don't know. Overall, it'll be a good experience, so I'm glad to, you know, do that type of thing. But yeah, so we're just kind of getting ready for those two things, school and that, so it'll be very fun. Anyways, let's finish off the rest of the segment with a featured song of the week. Of course, we couldn't forget about that. So this week's song of the week is... Clarity by Zed. So hopefully you enjoy that. But until next time, thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and this show has been produced by the Kid Star for the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and we'll be with you again next week. Bye. I dive into frozen
2: waves where the past comes back to life. Five fear for the selfish pain, it was worth it yeah.
1: the voice america kids channel be sure to join maddie rose again next week for another great show we didn't invent kid talk we perfected it
2: and at a very young age you're listening to voice america kids